Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to share a special offer for our listeners, and it's called the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle. Hun, real quick, tell just a little bit about it before we get into the podcast. Yeah, the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle consists of four of my most popular programs and teaching packages combined. You get Christian Wife University, the Wisdom for Wives online conference, Five Days to a Better Marriage eCourse, Communication and Marriage Workshop, and a complimentary three-day, two-night stay in a deluxe hotel at any one of 50 locations in the U.S. Wait for it. For only $97. $97. Nice. You can find out more at jolienangle.com forward slash makeover. Now, while everyone's considering this opportunity to strengthen their marriage, uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. And then we'll have more information about this package at the end of the episode. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my beautiful, fantastically talented wife, Jolene Engel, for another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast. And today, uh, I get a treat because my wife told me that if uh, she told me that we could go out and get uh, Chipotle tonight uh, if we wanted to do the podcast. So I'm not making her. Uh, produce any dinner and uh, we're, we're getting those burritos I love so much. So uh, what's, tell me uh, what's going on today. What are we talking about? We are talking about verbal and emotional abuse, um, establishing, establishing boundaries in marriage. This is a hot, hot topic, topic emails that come through that I see, I read over and over and over that these women are dealing with these um, r- rude wrong, sinful husbands treating them like this. Okay, so, so I want to listen to this, and then I'm going to ask you some questions about this. But uh, go ahead, and, and let's hear what she has to say. Hi, I'm reaching out to you because I really need some advice. I've been married for two about two years now. I'm going through some severe verbal and emotional abuse with my husband. I've been praying for him every day. Uh, trying to trust God, well, trusting in God, for God to do something. Um, nothing's changing. He doesn't really seem to try to change, especially once he gets angry. And it doesn't take much for him to get angry. Um, he's constantly putting me down, calling me names, yelling at me, screaming at me, some minor physical, maybe pushing me, spitting on me. Um, the kids are tired of it. I'm tired of it. I've talked to my pastor some people in church, um, you know, we are taught that we can't leave unless adultery is being committed um, and to just continue to pray for our husbands. I'm just emotionally drained. I don't know how much more I can take. I don't want to just please God and make the wrong decision. Um, but I don't know if God really wants me to stay in, in a relationship, in a marriage like this. Okay. So you hear that this guy is, and we've heard this over and over, uh, yelling, screaming, uh, insulting, calling names, some minor pushing, and spitting. spitting. Wow. Okay. I'd, I'd be emotionally drained, but I'd probably be dead. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, with my personality, you, 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 someone would be dead. I get it. And, you know, if I was there, you know, I, I'd, take, I'd take some 
some action towards him. I mean, personally, as a man, right? you know, to be spit on. And right. I know they spit on Jesus. And they did that because it's the lowest form of insult. I mean, it is, I, I don't know that you could get any, any worse than spitting on someone. Well, it's a humiliating act. Right, right. And frankly, I don't believe that uh, if there was a dude standing there, that he'd be acting like that because a, oh. new, a, a dude would knock his block off. Oh, right, right. I, I don't know if he goes around spitting on his boss. Right, or anyone know? else. Right, because he'd get punched. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this, I would be emotionally drained as well. I would be, if I had a pastor like that. We'd be done. Well, <laughs> okay. So we have we have a husband issue and we have a pastor issue. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because we did a podcast show um, similar to the emotional and, and verbal abuse before, and I thought, okay, well, here's another one. But you said, well, I thought we weren't going to do this one, and I said, no, I have an issue with the pastor. I have an issue with the counsel that he gave that she can't leave unless adultery. It's like, oh yes, she could leave. That doesn't mean she's divorcing him. She could leave all day long. Okay, so then we're, I'm going to take this from the back end then and, and just kind of piggyback on what you just said. Because as a believer, when you get advice or counsel from a pastor, from a mentor, from a friend, from anyone else, from a family member, you have to go back to the Bible and see if that's right. Okay. You have to, you have to funnel and, and put all the advice and all the things that are coming at you, siphon them through the Bible and say, is this true? Does the Bible really say this? And it doesn't mean just checking out one verse. Right. Okay. Right. You have to know the scripture. If you don't search the scripture right. Okay. and really get, get the full counsel of the scripture and find out, is this really what it's saying or is it not? And I don't know how how much a wife shares with the pastor compared to how much a wife shares with me behind a computer screen. Right. Because behind a computer screen, they're not holding anything back. They write the stories of all this horrible stuff that they're going through that I don't know that they're going to share all those intimate details face to face with the pastor. I, I just don't know it. So, you know, we only know what they're going to share with us. Okay. And the pastor may not have all the information as well. It might be, oh, well, my husband's not speaking kind to me. He might not know the extent of it. So I'm going to cut the pastor some slack and thinking that he's a busy guy in passing. She says, you know, my husband says mean things to me and I'm getting really tired. And he says, well, you know, it's not biblical for you to divorce. Okay. Right. Well, I, you know, I'd like to see her sit down with the pastor and his wife <laughs> and say to the wife, what would you do if pastor spit on you? Right, right. Because they get, they give these husbands kind of like this get out of jail free card of you could treat your wife horribly because you're the head of the home and she's to submit to you. Okay, that's whacked. Let me say it again. It's whacked. That there, There's no amount of Jesus in that. Okay, Jesus did, did not treat women like doormats or well, second-class citizens. Well, and here's what's interesting. The advice is, well, you can't leave, okay? You have to stay. Okay, so let's picture this. You're in your house, and something breaks in the plumbing, and all of a sudden, raw sewage starts squirting out <laughs> all over the house, okay? 
but you have to stay because it's your house. Right. Okay. That's absurd. Okay. You get out of the house until that's fixed. Right. There are certain standards that you don't have to put up with and you right. don't sit there sucking in raw sewage because, hey, this is my house and I can't leave. Mm-hmm. Well, and- that's why... You know, unfortunately, a biblical marriage gets a bad rap and and being a submissive wife gets a bad rap or a biblical wife because the women of today equate that to, you know, being abused. And then you have dumb pastors saying this stuff that it's just like, you need to keep your mouth shut in those areas. You know, they have to be able to back it up with the word of God because she said, the pastor said, well, you can't leave. That's not biblical. Well, I, it's you can't divorce. You, you It's not you're not to divorce for any other reason except um, infidelity or if an unbeliever leaves. Okay, right. there it's divorce. It's right. not it's not getting out of a toxic house. Right. The spewing garbage on it. I mean, you know, she might want to go up to the pastor and uh, slap him and curse, curse at and him and spit, spit on him, on him and, and then see how it goes. And, and, and you know, he'll I, probably usher her out of the sanctuary. Okay. <laughs> right. I, you know, I'm not recommending that, but sarcastically, you know. Right. You, so I again, there there's two sides to me. I want to I'm fuming mad at the pastor. Okay, but then the other side says, okay, cut him some slack because maybe I don't know the whole story. The whole thing wasn't, maybe he's new. Maybe he's a new pastor. Maybe she didn't share the whole thing. So again, go back to what does the word of God say? It is okay to set a boundary. It is okay for a wife to say, I'm sorry, husband, I love you, but you will not treat me like this. Well, I will no longer tolerate this. And you said something. I don't know if she shared the whole thing. Look, if you're in a situation like that, you have to put away your pride. Right. And you have to be completely, uh, completely transparent. But I don't believe most women that are in these um, emotionally abusive relationships have a pride issue. It's more of a fear issue. Now, if you and I were at odds, there would be more pride coming out of me as a contentious woman because of my dominant personality. So you think it's a fear? It's more of a fear issue. Of of retribution from the husband? Why do you think you have uh, battered women's shelters all over? They're hiding from these guys. Right. Not a whole lot. That's why I said your wife would be dead. Not a whole lot of battered uh, husband shelters. Right. So you could have have a very passive gal, very um, sweet, nurtured, naturally, you know, bent gal that is in this very abusive situation and she fears the retribution of what might happen if the husband gets a hold of this. Okay. So there's something that there's a book I want to recommend. I haven't read through the whole thing. I've because I don't Again, my my personality is more of the dominant personality, more of the in my sin, I would be more contentious. okay, more Mm -hmm. confrontational. I would not be um, the doormat because I don't have a a passive personality, you know, for for to be treated with this disdain from a man. No way. There's, there's just no way. I, I'm just not that person. And so a lot of times I'm trying to teach more of the dominant wife, okay, to not tear down her house. But right. because we do marriage across the board, we naturally get passive wives with dominant, ruling, controlling husbands. If their sin is, if their personality is not kept in check by the Holy Spirit, their sin is going to come out and they're, they're going to go wayward and well, they're going to treat the wife bad. Well, and you have a lot of passive wives marrying these dominant personalities right. to begin with. Right. Okay? And that's, that takes a lot of work to even that out. I mean, she's got to really be able to step up and he's got to be willing to tone it down, to 
to really dwell with her with understanding. Or yeah, or go run a few laps and get some testosterone out of your blood before you come home and take out your frustrations on me. Because that could be very common in a household like that. You know, you you're a man, you have more testosterone than I do. So when you're frustrated, it's very easy for you to lash out and kind of per se kick the dog. Well, your wife's nature is to kick back. Okay. But I've learned my wife's nature, not not a lot of wives. Yeah. Your wife, me, my nature is to kick back. It is not to yelp. It's to bite. Okay. (laughs) And I've learned, okay, there's a frustration in you. Something took place. Hmm. Okay. Do I let it go? You know, it's never good for me to bite back or kick back. Okay. Rule number one. I I know that that won't go well. It's not going to bring peace and harmony. It's not going to bring us closer together. So I have to wait and kind of analyze you a little bit more. And then it's just like, if I'm not okay with it, I'll be telling you, I'm not okay with it. I realize you had a bad day, but don't be taking it out on me. Okay. But when a wife doesn't say those things, he gets to repeat that bad behavior over and right. over and over and over. Right. Okay. So she, anyways, there is a book that I recommend to women that are in these situations that are dealing with the emotional abuse. It's by Leslie Vernick, V-E-R-N-I-C-K. She deals a lot with this type of um, marriage, this type of relationship. And the, the book is titled The Emotionally Destructive Marriage. I haven't read through the whole thing. I've read a good portion of it. And she gives great advice, practical how-tos to really help the wife deal with this situation that's going to be much more involved and in, in lengthier than what we could do in a podcast okay i highly rep- recommend that the book is purchased um not the audiobook some wives have purchased the audiobook and they're like oh jolene i had to go back and get the paperback but the sad thing is you gotta like rip off the cover and hide the book from the husband because you're you're getting your game plan set up right well i would say that the first thing that any gal needs to do is write down the standards for just being treated by another human being. Right. I mean, how do we treat strangers? You know, that's the minimum standard. When you go out uh, to the store and such, how do you treat strangers? You should at least expect that type of treatment from your spouse. Right. And my go-to verses for a wife that's in these situations um, that are that are just allowing their men to trample on all over them. And I'm talking about in a habitual way. I'm talk, not talking about my husband had a bad day. That, I'm not referring to that. I'm right. talking about it's a habitual conduct that, that has been allowed in the marriage. Because I guarantee you, if that conduct took place while they were dating, she'd have been like, lose my number. There's no way she would have continued to date this man if he... Imagine you imagine you and I go out on a date and you get mad at me and you spit on me. Do you think we're going out for the second date? (laughs) It's an affectionate (laughs) expression of my love. You know, so obviously the guy has some issues. But yes, the woman has to. Here's my verse. First Timothy, Timothy 311. In the same way, their wives are to be women worthy of respect, not malicious talkers, but temperate and trustworthy and everything. Focus on being a woman worthy of respect. Don't lose your self-respect because you're trying to save your marriage. You're child of God. You're daughter of the king. Okay? Your identity is wrapped up in who God says you are. But for some reason, when a husband treats us poorly, 
like in a habitual way in this situation, we seem to just throw out our self-respect. We throw out our dignity and all of a sudden we're like, oh, well, we're trying to be a biblical wife. And it's just like, that's not a biblical wife. Okay. You need to be a biblical daughter first. Right. Say, here's the other one. Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. Focus on being a wife with strength and dignity. It is acceptable and right and honorable. It pleases God when you are a woman with boundaries because you have to give an account for your life to God first. You're not going to be standing before your husband when your life is over. You're going to be standing before the Lord. And what, what's the Lord going to say in this situation? You've got kids. And here's what you've taught your kids. Oh, Johnny and Susie, it's okay for daddy to treat, you know, mommy like this. You've given them a perverted view of the gospel. Why on earth would those kids want to follow Jesus after what they well, saw in the home? There, Absolutely, there's an accountability there. You remember what Jesus said to the Pharisees? He said, you make your followers twice as fit for hell as you are yourself. There was an accountability there, and there's an accountability here. Right, right. So she's got a responsibility, and she might not like that responsibility. Well, and it's hard because he might be the main breadwinner for the family. A lot of wives find themselves in this fearful situation. I hear it when there's um, sexual perversion, porn, all these things that are, you know, an abomination to the Lord about these so-called Christian husbands that are doing these things. And the wives allow it. It's just like, you can't allow it because it makes God look bad. And it's like his word is not true, but we know that it is. So it is okay for the woman to say this is unacceptable. Right. And and find a church where you have a strong leadership as well. I right. mean that is that is really key if you're gonna have support in this type of situation. Right, right. So, you know, those are our thoughts. We're Eric and Jolene at JoleneEngel.com. Until next time, embrace your choice. Before we say goodbye, uh, tell me a little bit more about the Makeover Your Marriage uh, bundle and what's involved in that and what is it? Well, I put together this bundle because I thought when we get married, we, we say I do, that's the easy part. And then living out our happily ever after is the part that requires a whole lot of biblical wisdom and intentionality. And so when I was working on this bundle, I thought, gosh, is there a way that I could pull together a tremendous amount of marital wisdom and guidance for your relationship and then give you an opportunity to get away as a couple as well. And so that was really the push to make this product available. So as a guy, when you say bundle, I mean, we're talking about several different courses and resources that you put together, right? Yeah, kind of like the kitchen sink of everything I do here at JoleneEngle.com. Okay, so the first one is we got Christian Wife University. Quickly, what is Christian Wife University? That is an online digital encyclopedia of 48 biblically-based Christ-centered teachings that are done either video, audio, or written messages that I've done that's specifically for the Christian wife to help her really kind of grow into the type of wife that God intended her to be and learn how she could influence her husband to be a better man and inspire him to be a spiritual leader, communicate with him to where he could understand it, and to get him to hear you without nagging. So there's hours of content there. Hours. Okay. Hours and hours. The next one is the Wisdom for Wives online conference. What is that and uh, who's involved in that? 
Okay, that was a program that I put together with 11 other Christ-centered speakers. There's 14 video sessions. They include all sorts of topics of enhancing sexual intimacy or when you're ready to throw in the towel or if there's porn issues or seasons of exhausting seasons, difficult seasons, raising kids and really having another woman help the viewer along so she doesn't feel like she's alone. Okay. The next one is five days to a better marriage e-course. Yes, that's a very simple one that is a very easy way to just go through kind of like a simple boot camp to learn how to draw your husband close and to have a little bit better marriage than what you're already in without having to spend hours and hours of learning. Okay. And then the fourth one is communication and marriage. Yes, this one is, this is a fun one. It's the four, I discussed the four different types of communication and which one works because there's only one that works, but we do communicate (laughs) in four different ways. Nice. Another thing that I discuss is how to be heard and understood, how to create an emotionally safe place for communication and how to deal with a hard and cold heart because I'm always hearing how communication is key and it's just like, well, yes, but no. So let's learn how to communicate. So that's what that workshop is. Okay, so you've put all four of those together and then we have the complimentary two-night stay in a deluxe hotel in 50 different locations across the U.S. Now, we have together negotiated that to be able to put that into this program, this bundle. We don't know how long we can offer that, but as for right now, that is available, and the whole thing is $97. Is that right? Right. Retail value is over 400 but this whole bundle is 97 bucks. Okay. That's cool. So where can someone get this and find out more about they it? They could go to my website, jolineengel.com forward slash makeover. Okay. So that's jolineengel.com forward slash makeover. That's right. Terrific. Everyone go there, get it, check it out. I mean, the hotel stay alone is worth, I don't know. It's what, over $300. $300 dollars yeah. or more. Yeah. Okay. But you get all that plus a hotel stay for just $97. Mm-hmm. That's cool stuff. So that's jolienangle.com forward slash makeover. You cannot pass this up. 97 bucks. I mean, what can you get for 97 bucks? Let alone all this information and the two night stay at a hotel. 